0: Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where the discussion ranges from employee safety, environmental protection, policy creation, training methods, employee engagement, and everything in between. Your host is Dr. Mark French. As an industrial and organizational psychologist and certified safety professional, he's going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people's side of safety. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in EHS and how they impact our everyday workplace.
1: and welcome to this episode of the leading and learning through safety podcast. So welcome thanks for joining me. I know it has been again a little while um, trying to get back into a routine <laughs> Oh life gets in the way of a lot of the fun things we do but that's something that uh, I like doing this I, I love podcasting so uh, again thanks for joining me. Happy that you're uh, with me today as we're going to talk a little something about different So something I have been really thinking about is that I call this the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. And sure, we talk about a lot of principles and behavioral, motivational safety and the things that surround us in the world of OSHA and EPA, but really looking at how do you lead through safety or what does it benefit you when you lead through safety? And that's something I want to talk about more in generalities and more in my philosophy because I think it's time I define that because it's something that felt so much like sand in my hand that I always could get a handful of what I wanted to say and it just kept slipping through to where I really couldn't get it out and and anything that made any sense to anyone but myself. Um and so I want to talk a little bit about that today. I want to cover that and kind of go a little deeper and what does it really mean to lead and learn about your organization through safety and through safety practices and how we can engage our team. And it all starts with, let's just look at an organization. And we know that we have to have certain parts of an organization. It cannot all be focused on safety. Our organization is too complex for that. We have to make money to keep an organization open. We have to provide a good product to keep our organization or service to keep our organization open. So let's use the basic metrics of safety, quality, delivery, and cost, because all those things matter. We need to protect our team. And that's really what I want to focus on is how important that is. We need good quality because our customers deserve that. We want to make sure we deliver it and we meet our agreements that if we say it's going to be there on time, it's going to be there on time. And then we have to be aware of cost. Ultimately, we have to be a profitable or break-even company or it won't work. Uh, The whole system falls apart and then we don't have anything. And I always go back to Maslow's hierarchy, and hopefully maybe you've heard of this, but Maslow really looked at the hierarchy of needs of human beings. What are those base needs? And the first need is food, water, and shelter. And we're provided food, water, and shelter in modern day times through having a job. That job provides money that pays for our food, water, and shelter. (laughs) So Inherently, by having that job and being part of that organization, we have met that basic need. The second need in Maslow's hierarchy is safety. Before anything else can happen, we have to feel safe. But let's not forget that safety is not the first basic human need. The first basic human need is to be able to feed clothe, put shelter over our head and our family's head. And that's why when we look at safety and we look at shortcuts and we look at the way an organization is functioning, and we wonder why people will take risk to put their own personal safety in harm's way. And one of the most amazing stories that I heard came from a fatality review at a state level. And there were roofers up on a roof. And someone had fallen and had died the day before. OSHA comes in to investigate. And the group of men that were working with that guy the day before is back up on the roof, doing the exact same work in the exact same way. So the OSHA official stepped out, looked at this disaster of a project, and took a picture of it. And come to find out nothing had changed from the day before. And looking at it in hindsight, you think about, wow, They saw someone die doing that exact job. Why would they go back and keep doing it, knowing that they are putting their lives at risk? Because the first fundamental human need is to have a job. To food, water, shelter, clothing, those things that give us that. The second need is safety. And it's sad and then I'm going to take just a very small tangent, and I apologize for this ahead of time, but it is sad that in the modern world, we have to choose. That we have to actually think about the fact that, uh, well, you know, I'd rather have a job than a safe job. And that's been historically true even after the enact of the OSHA Act. Um, back in the day, they would just budget people and say, well, you know, we're probably going to lose so many people. We changed that mentality Kind of uh, with the enact of the OSHA Act, but we're still not there and we still have a long ways to go to make that functional. So we, we know that people will make that choice, rightfully so, just because that's our human need and that's understandable. We're going to take care of our family and we'll do our best to protect our own selves. And sometimes we'll take it internally. We'll take it to ourselves and we'll work to protect ourselves the best we can in those dangerous situations. It's not like we're just going crazy, but we know that we have that human need. And that's something that we have to look at and understand as part of this behavioral part of safety. And so When I hear people that we we go in and we talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about, we have to hit our numbers. We have to hit our numbers. And then, oh, and by the way, be safe. Human beings know we have to hit our numbers. They understand fundamentally at the very root of the business that we need to hit our business metrics. Our team already understands that. They understand in most cases, 99% of the time, they already understand the fact that we have things we have to do to keep our customers happy so that we keep making money so that we have a job. Our customers care about quality, delivery, and cost. They want a good product. They want it on time and they want it for the right price. So then we look at safety. In most cases, I'm different because <laughs> I'm, I'm a safety dude. I'm different. Um, they won't Think about safety. They don't go and look and go, oh, before I buy anything from that company, I'm going to see how many people they hurt every year. They just, that normally doesn't come up in a conversation. So safety is such an internal metric for such an external process. And it's something that is very something we have to look at and we have to actively manage because our team understands the other three metrics keeps us in business. It meets the first fundamental need of any human being. Safety is the second, and it's outside the scope of our customers. It's normally outside the scope of the business, and that's what makes it interesting. And so I set this up for this first half of the podcast, talking about We understand that we need safety, but why is it that if you lead first with safety, that you're making the biggest difference in your organization, you're transforming your organization and you're improving it, whether you know it or not, you're taking steps to improve it. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up in the second half of the podcast. I'll see you back here in just a minute. TSD Amalgamated, your partner in safety consulting. Find them on the web at tsdamalgamated.com. With over 15 years of experience in various industries, setting up ISO, TS, and RC systems, the professional team at TSD Amalgamated is ready to help you take your safety program to that next level. TSD Amalgamated is skilled in technical and behavioral auditing, From training employees on OSHA compliance standards to helping your leadership team see how safety can help drive real organizational change, TSD Amalgamated is there to be your partner. Their process is not a fill-in-the-blank policy or training process. They want to know your team, your needs, and create processes that create total organizational ownership. TSD Amalgamated, where do you want your safety programs to take you? www.tsdamalgamated.com. So welcome back to the second half of our podcast where we're talking about what does it really mean to lead through safety. So the first half of the podcast dedicated to kind of proving a point that Safety as a metric and as a key metric is secondary in behavioral needs, in our customer needs, in our organizational needs. But when we take that and we assume, and we know that our team's going to already focus on quality delivery cost and especially delivery and cost, but safety now, why? Well, let's start with what does safety, when you lead with safety in an organization, what are you doing that makes your people different and engages your culture different. First, it's an investment. It's a significant investment in your team. When you spend time to train the right way, when you spend money and resources to make sure that they have the tools needed or the extra team members needed or the oversight needed to do safety the right way, You are showing a significant and wonderful investment in your team. And that is so important because when your team feels invested in, that fills up that safety part. Now you can have the best written programs. You can have a good safety program, but if the perception of safety is not there, it doesn't fulfill that human need. We have to create not only a good safety system, but we got to make sure it's out there and that we're promoting it. And that's where investment comes in, that people do recognize when they're pulled off to be trained, especially if it's not a boring training. Sometimes it's punishment if it's death by PowerPoint. But if it's a good training, they appreciate it. They're like, wow, you really invested in us today. Or when you bring in a new tool or a new process or something that significantly improves safety, it shows that deep investment where we are willing to put money back directly to our team. And the customer only sees that because we have protected our team and they're feeling good. And now they are going to deliver a better product because they feel safe and they can advance themselves on that Maslow's hierarchy. They can be teamwork. They can seek praise. They can seek self-efficiency. So the next reason, why is safety so important? And I'm talking more I'm 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 not even going to talk about the moral implications of safety because that's always there and that's number 1 honestly but the next thing that when you put safety at the forefront of how you lead an organization it's empowerment we're empowering our team to say no I am not going to do that in its current condition because it's unsafe or at least it needs to be reviewed and that's empowerment. And that is powerful. If they can feel like that they can actually not go do the job and not lose their job and know they won't lose their job we're bringing that up. And I know there's whistleblower laws, but there's some subtleties out there in the real world that are happening every day. And we won't ignore that they're not happening. And so we need to look at the fact that this is empowering and we're really, really driving that empowerment by letting them choose safety and letting them be able to put feedback to safety. As simple as testing out the PPE and helping choose the right one that fits the best or works the best, a couple of choices in different PPEs or fits or sizes, or having people review new process layouts that may speed up the process and help it, but how will it affect their safety? And especially that stop work authority. I think that's really important. And it's empowering to be able to say, you know what? I have the authority to say no until it's reviewed. I don't have the right to just say no and go goof off. That's not what I'm saying, but that's, <laughs> that's silly. But I have the right that if I see something unsafe to stop it and then get it reviewed or get it fixed and it's inclusive, It includes me in that process of let's talk through why do you feel this is unsafe. Let's talk about how we can make it safe because we're all part of this business. We're all part of this organization and this culture and how we can transform it. And so it's investment, it's empowerment, and most important, it's engagement. And I kind of hinted at that. Your team wants to feel included. They want to feel like a team. We all do. That's the third a hierarchy of Maslow. So there's food, water, shelter, there's safety, and then there's belonging that we want to feel like we belong to an organization. And we've probably, you've probably been there. You probably felt that, that either you've walked into a place and you felt like, you know, I belong here, or you've walked into a place and you're like, Whoa, man, it's cold up in here. <laughs> and safety can help create that engagement because that is important to everyone inside the organization. Your your team, your supervisors, your managers, they don't want to see their team hurt. That's demoralizing and it's sad. Your employees, of course, don't want to be hurt. They don't want to go home hurt. So they want to talk about how we can make it safer, how we can improve things. And Anytime I bring this up, you get the horror stories of people that brought up the silliest things in in the name of safety. And that happens. But you're also going to find a huge majority of people that are going to be the silent majority that see it, say, you know what, things are all right. Or maybe there's this improvement here and then they're going to come forward when they need to. And then you're going to have the very top end of the curve of people that are thinking way out there ahead. And they've got some Awesome ideas. And now that they're seeing that those engagement is happening, they're going to bring those ideas forward. And those ideas are going to take you to that next level of safety. And in most cases, those people who were thinking not only are thinking about safety, they're thinking about different ways that they can improve process and cost and delivery method. And once you open up the door through safety, because that's caring about me. Thanks for caring about me. Now that I know you care about me, I'm going to share all this other cool knowledge I've got. And so it's that huge engagement part. And yeah, you're going to have those silly ones about, hey, why do we have too many Pepsi machines and not enough Coke? I need more Coke machines for my safety. (laughs) You take those and you go, sorry, that's not a safety issue. But we're showing everyone else that we're listening. Good, bad, fantastic, indifferent we're listening and we're engaging and we're talking about it and we're going to keep talking about it and we're going to keep driving how we improve our safety processes and so i've really been thinking about that about how do you wrap your mind around the idea of that we can lead through safety and that we can transform organizations through safety and it's empowerment it's engagement it's investment it's all those things so again, thanks for joining me this week on the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Really excited by this topic, if you couldn't tell. I'm very excited to continue this podcast and revamp it. And until next time that we talk, stay safe.
0: Thanks for listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the conversation on the web at www.thesafetydude.org. All opinions expressed on the program are solely the view of the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice. This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.